Hello, Sam here. Before we get started on the Easter episode, I just wanted to let you know that me and Kevin live in separate cities now, which makes producing Cinema Swirl a little bit trickier. But by God, we're going to keep going until I've seen all of them films. With that in mind, here's a new way for you to help us out and support the show. If you head over to cinemaswirl.bandcamp.com, you'll find a pretty neat compilation of music from Cinema Swirl. That's everything. That's all the jingles. And that's every time me and Kevin have broken into footy chants. But wait, there's more. There's extended versions of jingles, alternate versions of jingles, original versions of jingles, even a jingle that didn't make it onto the show. I'll be honest with you, this isn't really about the jingles. This is about helping us out. So think of it as giving us a tip for doing the podcast. You can pay anything above £2.50, whatever you like. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. Hey, that's fine. You can always keep supporting the show for free by just listening to it and recommending it to your friends if you think they'd like it. But if you do want to pay, that's fantastic. You get the warm, fuzzy feeling of helping out your favourite OTPs, plus all those bloody jingles. Hooray! So that's cinemaswirl.bandcamp.com. If you want to buy a t-shirt, you can still buy those over at Etsy. Just search for Cinema Swirl, and if you want to buy our ringtone, that's on iTunes. Anyway, that's enough shilling. Happy Easter. Enjoy the show. Everyone and welcome to Cinema Swirl, Season 3, Episode 2, Episode 22, and diddly do, it's my OT poo, Sam Chaplin and I, and another traipse through Tinseltown. Hello. How are you getting on, Sam? I'm good. I don't know about you, but it's Episode 22. Diddly Come do, on. hey. Yeah. So, hardcore Taylor Swift. Yep. God, I was close, nearly. You got it. Oh, God, still yeah. down. I'm still down with the kids. How are you doing, Sam? Good. This yeah. is uh, an interesting Cinema Swirl experience. Mm-hmm. Now, many people don't know, but Cinema Swirl has only ever been recorded in two zones. Yeah. I mean, you could view them as zones like in the old Crystal Maze, basically. The last, I don't know, season two essentially was recorded in Sam's Zone. Yes. Which was Sam's flat. Uh-huh. And season one was essentially recorded in Kevin's Zone. Yeah. Which was my place where I live. But now, you're basically in How To Zone, because you're recording this where we usually record How To Wrestling. Yeah. Home Field Advantage, me. Yeah. You're going to win this episode, <laughs> mate. Yeah. <laughs> At the end, it's like, and oh. Sam truly hasn't seen this episode, <laughs> this film, like, <laughs> I've just got a small pocket of fans in one corner, whereas you've got the whole stadium. Exactly, you know, yeah. everyone's familiar with my turns of phrase, like, you yeah. know, the hometown boy. Are you uh, excited about doing more of season three with the theme being, ah, actually, no, I think we'll do this? Yes, I am. Some might say it's self-indulgent. Well, that's true, isn't it? <laughs> This is a interesting episode, which we're going to do, because it's Easter. Happy you know, Easter. Happy Easter. Mm-hmm. So we thought, why wouldn't we review the most Easterish of all movies? <laughs> Get those eggs out, folks. Hey, Time to go on a little bit of an Easter egg hunt, because we will be reviewing The Passion of the Christ. Yeah! It's as Easterish as a roast leg of Sunday lamb. Yeah! But uh, before we get into that, it's time to uh, do a little bit of Pepsi Swirl. <laughs> You're not drinking Pepsi anymore, are you? No. Oh no, fuck, forgot about that. <laughs> right then, so let's dip our toes into the mailbag. So 
nice to get some mail here from, from Cinema Swirl. Uh, Cinema Swirl at gmail.com. That's Cinema Swirl at gmail.com. Where we're receiving uh, all your, your electronic letters, which are all going up on the net fridge, as we, as we yep. like to say. It's always great to read through these. Some thoughtful comments from everyone. And we do thank you all for, for taking the time to, to write in at Cinema Swirl at gmail.com. That's Cinema Swirl at gmail.com. So this one comes from Will Solomon, who writes, Hi, KNS. Okay, I think <laughs> that must be Kevin and <laughs> Carks and Spencers, like <laughs> that K and S. I like that. You yeah, know? it's got to like, treat yourself this Christmas and listen to Cinema Swirl. Yeah, lovely. I know it costs a little bit more, but it's worth it. You know, this I, is not just a podcast. This is a K and S. This is like just imagine when we're doing this podcast. I'm just pouring thick brandy cream all over <laughs> Sam's backside. You know, yeah. I'm loving this email so far. Yeah, so, so far yeah. off to a good start. I must congratulate you. Great episode twenty one. Predator was a record breaker. Awesome. You you did it. Yeah. You set a new record of talking for 28 minutes of a film review podcast before actually speaking about the film itself. Your talent has no limits. Massive credit. Kudos. Will. First time emailer. Long time listener. At least 28 minutes, that is. And uh, yeah, I just want to point out, just in case you think that, Oh, I've dragged all of the inflection out of his email. There was nothing but full stops in that. Okay, so it was meant to. It was be meant read. to be like uh, each line is meant to be fucking taken it seriously. Like okay, well, I, I you know I, I've read that email before we did this podcast. Sorry to break the illusion, but I didn't know whether it was kind of a mucking in. Hey guys, you've broken the record for talking so long before talking about the film, or what the fuck, guys? I hate you and your bullshit <laughs> podcast. Talk about the film. <laughs> I didn't know which one it was. Well, I mean, look, Sam, I'm just going to say it right now. Yeah. Look, when people go online and they want to legitimately know whether a movie is good or not, they go to Cinema Swirl. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. They know where their bread is buttered. Maybe this is people who joined us on that one day we were above Mark Commode in the charts and they were saying, well, that must be the better podcast. I'm just saying, where do you think Simon Mayo gets his, his, his opinions from? The yeah. Drive Time Show? I think not. No. But uh, we've had this before, people emailing, not emailing, tweeting, yeah. going, talk about the movie quicker. Here's the thing. The podcast isn't about the movies, right? The movies are a red herring. <laughs> the podcast about me and you. Is and it? our relationship and our lives. Ooh, our complex a, life. That seems a bit self-indulgent. Oh, it's very <laughs> self-indulgent. <laughs> Why would two people do a podcast... <laughs> And uh, just use the, the backdrop, an illusion of films. Right, the thing is, if you want to do a podcast where it's just two people talking, yeah. right, there's loads of those. There's loads of those. Crowded marketplace, right? But if you say it's about films, yeah. and then just chat about Pepsi and shit, yeah. you get away with it. I just feel that, like, we really missed the trick not going for that last podcast. That really <laughs> would have just drilled it down a little bit finer. Go more niche. I guess you can't just heat up your TV dinner mm. and just have the peach cobbler. You gotta have your greens. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta have your five a day. You, you gotta know what sit I'm through this shit. Yeah, <laughs> before you get you, to the bit you, you want. Don't, to have. don't you fucking fast forward. You might get yeah. to a bit after a bit and not know what's going on. You have to listen to this bit. We're literally holding them hostage at this moment. Like, yeah, you know, we we might as well have guns pointed at these people saying, "Look, we're we're fucking taking this thing where it's going. We might review the movie now. We might never review the movie." I mean, there is that 30-second button that you can keep pressing until it gets to the music. I mean, we will review the movie. I mean, come on now. I mean, don't... Will we? I'm just saying we will, though. But will we? You know, really (laughs) ask yourself that question. Another message which we got in, and I think this is nice. Okay. How has the reaction been to you generally about the whole quitting Pepsi? Fairly positive, mostly. Has anyone viewed it as like a heel turn, like you turning into a baddie? Yeah, I think some people are a bit disappointed. Um, We tweeted... uh, Sorry, I went on Facebook and posted about this, just as Facebook has 
launched those reactions. Oh right, yeah. To do little. There's lots of sad faces. Really? Yeah. When I post. Well, it hardly seems appropriate the... to give you a thumbs up. Like, yeah. As a man like puking his good stuff, like thumbs up, buddy. So a bit of congratulations and a bit of oh okay, but that, no one, no one is like no one's properly slagged me off yet. Okay, no. Pepsi are still following us. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> See to make sure that, like you know, because you know, we we, we may, I'm worried we've burned a bridge okay. without necessarily realizing it. Uh, I'll do the research. We've got an email here from Daniel Crumbleholm, which I must say That's is a lovely name. A lovely name. That sounds like a delicious dessert. <laughs> Kind of like, oh, it's lovely homemade. I've made you some crumble home. Oh, oh yes, please, mum. Oh, yes, mum, yeah. <laughs> now, hang on, it's too hot. You'll burn your mouth on that crumble home. I don't care, mum. It's my favourite. I speak then you're still okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. So I just listened to your latest podcast, and I was deeply affected. For I, too, wanted it to start before 28 minutes. No, no, it's, it's different. I was deeply affected, for I, too, suffer from the Pepsi Max addiction. I once went through a particularly stressful stage whilst living in university halls, in which Home Bargains, which was across the road from me, sold four two-liter bottles for a mere four pounds. Ooh. And I would consume these and get more within two days. I still drink around two liters a day now, and yep, it's still my first drink of the day, too. Mm. So and Anyway, after hearing Sam's story about giving up, I too am giving up Pepsi Max. Yeah. Solidarity, brother. <laughs> Love Daniel Crumbleholm. That's fucking brilliant. Oh. Also, he's a PS. As a suggestion, can we change Pepsi Swirl to some sort of Pepsi Anonymous uh, addicts group? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Good. Oh. Hi, Sam, it's been how many days since your last carbonated, <laughs> caffeinated beverage? It's been about two, two and a bit months. Two and a bit months. Yeah. This is your two hundred days. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're doing well. Okay. If anyone else wants to try quitting Pepsi, email in to simplesworld@gmail.com. Any old prick can give up smoking, but yeah. like Pepsi Max, that's a real addiction. Well, no, yeah. I'm just going to say right now because I mean, smoking, right? It's never going to be like, oh, look, there's really cheap cigarettes this week. No, that's or true. They're going to do like Pepsi, where like, oh no, here's just an extra liter of cigarettes for the price you would pay for your usual amount of cigarettes. No, I mean those tobacco companies in comparison are pretty much giving it to you you know straight up as and it there's is. the advertising the stuff about mates I want to have mates so I'm going to drink Pepsi it's just like it'll... this is going to make you well it's like this will give you friends yeah <laughs> how could I resist how could you yeah so last time we did an episode we did the Predator episode I asked for some questions yeah before we did the episode with the intention of reading them out I didn't read them out, so I'm going to read out some now. You're just so like, excited about sharing your big Pepsi news. Forgot. Forgot. <laughs> so uh, this one is from Eddie Bailey. How much gravy is too much gravy on a Sunday roast? Kevin. Oh, God, I'm talking about it. If you get to the point where you cannot identify the vegetables by their colour alone, then you have swamped that. Cats Likewise, if you can't see the number of slices of meat on the plate, you've got too much gravy. Okay, cool. Done. Tim Peters. Thoughts on Jaffa Cakes? Oh, Jaffa Cakes are fucking amazing. I'll tell you right now, Joe, the intern, discovered that you can get one pound Jaffa Cakes, the really cheap ones, nasty ones from a garage, they're better than the real thing. That's my life hack, you can use it as well. There's lots of kind of, if you could pick movie characters to have dinner with, yeah. or fight the predator with... <laughs> <laughs> well, Arnie, obviously. <laughs> like, so who, who would be your dream film dinner crew? All right, so if we could pick maybe three game. people to eat with us at a dinner party, yeah. they might be. Characters. Three characters from mm. Swirl movies we've done so far. Um, I'm going to go with the dude, because, I mean, he just seems like a, a nice guy. Okay, you yeah, know, chill I, out. I think I could chill out with him. Got to go with the dude... 
Gonna go with Bennett from Commando. Yeah. Just because I think that a dinner party without sexual tension is not even a dinner party worth having okay. at all, really. C3PO. Reckon yeah. he'd offer to do the washing up. Oh, absolutely. I was thinking, yeah. me running off, I'll do the cooking. You've done the cleaning. Easy peasy. I was just thinking, just Yoda. For, <laughs> just Yoda. For the funny way he talks, really. That would be nice, Which is what feed this old creature and laugh at him. <laughs> Too much gravy it is. <laughs> Okay, those are some of the, the See the slices have. of beef I cannot <laughs> like. Right. Movie, uh, movie du jour. Yes. Easter Palooza. Happy Easter. Now, you've said to me on a number of occasions that you uh, don't get the whole Catholic business. I know what it is. You weren't raised Christian at all. No. no. We'll say off the bat right now, I was raised Christian as Catholic, Sam. Not not like, not like at all? Or? I think there were some hymns at school. <laughs> A bit. Did you go to like church every week? No, at any point? no. Okay. I've never been to church in a, like a going to church way. I've been for like weddings, funerals. Right. I think there was a thing. Like if you were to pop school. into a mass now, would you know when to go up and down? No. Kneel and... No. Would you? That'd be no. very stressful for you, I imagine. Yeah. So I'm I've, not doing it. I tell you, I've been to a lot of mass in my time. Like, right. You know, I know my mass practice. You know. That being said, I've not been to mass in like the last you know six or so years. I reckon that now my knees aren't as good as they used. To be yeah, that. You're out of mass practice. It's kind of like if you're a footballer coming back after a layoff, going in trying to do all the big moves, the big nails, the genuflections. I think that I might have it in me anymore. You know. Yeah. So what do you know about the Passion of the Christ? I know it was directed by Mel Gibson. Okay. Pre anti-Semitism, racism. The very scary stuff of him didn't come out until like 2010. Okay. So yeah. So you know it's directed by Mel Gibson. Yeah. What's Mel Gibson known for in the the Chaplin household? Braveheart. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen Braveheart then? No. No, he's not. <laughs> but I know him from that. You don't like to know about which countries which you really fucked over in uh, medieval times. No, like, don't, don't no. give a fuck, mate. Get um, enough of that at home, mate, yeah? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> oh, leave it be. So he, he was Braveheart. He was Lethal Weapon. I've seen one of the He was Lethal Weapon? <laughs> My name is Lethal. He was Tomb Raider. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Weapon's my father. I'm Lethal, okay? He was in Lethal Weapon, yeah. and he was in an episode of The Simpsons where he's trying to get a film reel You're back. a big one. Probably his biggest one. Uh, you saw the recent iteration of that movie, I think. It was a big big one last year. Oh, is he mad? He's Mad Max. He is. He's Mad Max. He's Mad Max. Yeah. You've never seen any of the Mad Max movies no, other than well, Fury Road. I've seen Fury Road. That's really interesting, because it's yeah. like, got a very different, like... A much better, almost purer image of Mad Max than uh, yeah. the rest of us. I didn't quite fully get everything in Mad Max in terms of what was going on. I yeah. could follow it, but it was a bit like I think it would have helped to have seen the original. Yeah, Mad it would have given you. Yeah. That might be one for a swirl in the future yeah. then, yeah. yeah. Gibson swirl, like, you know. Yeah. Anti Semite swirl, like, you know. Oh. So, Passion of the Christ, you know it's directed by Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's honestly my main. Do you knowledge. know what I know it's, it's depicting? About Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> it's, uh, is it? It's about uh, the passion okay. of Jesus Christ. Okay. Now, the yeah. passion, though, I mean, like... He's a very passionate man. Are, you, are they talking about like, what a great lover he is, like, or... No, just carpentry. Carpentry. <laughs> is he passionate it's about so carpentry? Now, we're, we're obviously, like, you know... No, I know it was about the whole... Is it about the crucifixion The crucifixion. So, thing. do you know... What do you know about Jesus, then? Do you know, like, in terms of... So, you know that he got crucified? Yes. What, what's crucified? It's when you're nailed to a cross. Yeah. Hence okay. the crosses that people have. <laughs> and do you know what what period of time the Passion of the Christ covers? Or I assumed the end of Jesus's life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And his return, <laughs> his comeback, like <laughs> the comeback tour, his comeback special. No, he he dies. Yeah. And then comes out from behind a rock. <laughs> 
vegan food. Like, how do you know that stuff? Well, because this is interesting. Because I mean, okay. obviously, Sam, not not having a, a, a Catholic or Christian upbringing yeah. like myself, I am viewing this almost because I mean, I got my religion like three times a week in school and all that. So this is almost like a TV show that Sam's not seen. I'm trying to figure out where he's pieced together this stuff if he's not seen, you know, Christianity. We had religious education at school, which oh, covered okay. all the faiths. So they told you um, the, main stu- the main storylines of Jesus's career, like yeah, the the big stuff. I think I sort of know that the big matches. But I, it's been ages since I've even thought about it. I know the main the main events, okay, you know, but I don't know the. So you know yeah, Jesus is, has a rough go of it. Oh, he has a terrible time. He's a terrible time. Son of God. Son of God. Yeah. Okay. Why is he being killed? Oh. Oh. It was something to do with Judas. 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 <laughs> Judas. Was the Judas of this situation? Judas was the, uh, the the Judas of this scenario. Absolutely. Yeah. There was a Last Supper. You should have known, in fairness, with that name. The Last like, Supper. Yeah. Judas. It's something about you and Benedict Arnold that I'm just I can't quite put my finger on. Yeah. And they all pose for that painting, and then Judas sort of sells him out. <laughs> to <laughs> the anti-Christians, like yeah, the baddies. Yeah. Oh, you Jesus don't know, Christ, do you? I don't, I, mm. You don't know who killed Jesus? Mm. Or like the, the, the kind of the general, the players? That's I interesting. did. I did know. I don't know now. <laughs> Is he killed for being and saying he's the son of God? Yeah. People right. didn't take too kindly to that. Is it they don't believe it? Yeah. And they don't like him. And so there's kind of a view that bit of an agitator. This this one. Okay. Saying he's I should know all this stuff. I'm really embarrassed. Why should now. you know this stuff? You are looking very embarrassed. Yeah. But like, why would you? Ex- I mean, I should know this stuff because I went to a Catholic boarding school. I was taught it at school. But you were taught it, but not as like a taught as this is part of your belief. So you should know it, though. Were you? No. It's like this is part of Christians beliefs and this when is the story taught, of jesus were they taught it kind of like oh you may or may not be christian yeah you may or may not believe this but here's what happened is well, that, think, or were they kind of like you should believe this i think the earliest school stuff like infant and junior school it was kind of assumed that you're everyone was christian because it's school or england or something and <laughs> you're a white you're in england it's so we, you should be a christian right so we had hymns and stuff and very basic stories about jesus and the bible and things and learned about Do Remember any hymns? Any belters? Just shine, Jesus, shine. Fill this land with the Father's That sounds like an, or- an R.E.M. song. Glory. Like. Shiny, happy Jesus. And, yeah. shiny. and it was written on like one of those acetate things that you put on a Yeah, the laminate. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it was done, it was handwritten. And oh, there was right. a bit where there was like burn, spirit, burn. But the R and the N of burn looked like an M. So just... <laughs> did you uh, Did you ever have yeah. um, Abide With Me? That was a fucking belter. No, I don't abide think I did. Me. First falls the eventide. The darkness deepens. Lord with me abide. Sounds good. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's a Soul of my saviour Sanctify my breast No That's the first line And you have a whole room full of children Who have to go Sanctify It's not just sanctify my breast It's sanctify my breast You've really got to hang on breast Look at my eyes (laughs) No you're not doing it right Listen Sanctify my Look at me Breath Yeah okay <laughs> And no one was allowed to giggle No Because Catholic isn't it it's important Guilt Yeah I think it was like Assumed that because The UK is like Church of England Kind of the Because in, in Ireland should... I'm used to the, There being quite a huge Like you know we, we, we basically Once every couple of days The priest would come Into our school Right Literally walk into a class Put his hands and hips Kind of go Fuck yeah Okay we know You're that. all Catholics aren't you Yep yeah. 
y'all going to mass? Goddamn right. Good. We never had that. See ya. I think it, yeah. And as I got older and moved, it's more kind of just, here's what some people believe, here's all the religions, not like, this is what you believe, innit? So when you were in Learn school, about. you didn't have to go to, like, bed addiction once a week. Don't know what that is. Oh, man. It's basically what it is. It's like a little mass. Right. It's like a mini mass. You haven't got time for a full mass. So, so right. Have a little benediction. Benediction is very much the brunch. I'm going to sound of stupid. The, uh, of, the, of the mass world. Mass is just going to church on a Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So mass, depending on the inkling of the priest, yeah. mass can be something that lasts anywhere between 25 minutes and 25 hours. Okay. I've been in masses that have made Lord of the Rings movies seem like a short <laughs> jaunt. I've been in masses where I'm like, where's all the other stuff gone? I thought I need to have all that bit, you know? Yeah. But what was fun about being Catholic is that not only did we have mass, mm-hmm. but like the hymns didn't happen in regular mass. Right. So we were very much a, a non-singing denomination. Okay. Very fucking serious. That's kind of what I think most of church is about, is about singing songs and I praising to, Jesus yeah. and celebrating. I remember going to my Protestant cousin's mass thing and we kind of, what's going on here? Like, yeah. you know, everyone was all fucking, there was cushions on the bit where you kneel down and it was like, you had hymn books and it's like songs of praise. Everyone's singing and fucking eating homemade scones. Sounds lovely. It does sound lovely. Yeah. Passion of the Christ so what do you know about in terms of um, the film yeah the film or the story the film let's maybe go to the film and say you know Melly G now this was a movie the reason why we're doing it was because the the Pope at the time said this was the most important movie that any Christian should should go and they should all go see it we were told in school this movie is rated 18 you were told to go and see it I was told you go and see it Wow. Even though I was maybe 15 at the time it came out. Yeah. So I was told, you go see this movie. Now, Jesus. yeah, okay. you, so what do you know about the movie uh, then? I seem to remember there's some controversy for how maybe brutal the depiction yeah, is of is. what happens to Jesus and how honest it is. Well, not honest. Um, that's probably not the right word, but just like... Well, I mean, they, they can go back and look at the video footage from back there <laughs> and really just look up side by side and kind of go, look... <laughs> That level of gore is is, is generally uh, called for in this scenario. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. They're like authentic to what to what. Yeah, as in like story is. It's not like the little books which I would have read where Jesus looked a bit sad. They had to bring a big capital letter T up to the top of the yeah. hill, you know. And then he wore a crown of thorns that looked kind of like made him look like poison ivy, and right? You know, as opposed to really hurt him. And it's not like the bit in Reservoir Dogs where all the bad stuff starts happening to Jesus and it pans away for a bit <laughs> while stuck in the middle of you, like, and then comes back. To back when he's like, you know, lay back. Cool. And he's just on the cross, like, oh, okay, right. We didn't see the actual bit where he gets nailed to the cross. So you know it's quite that. violent then. Yeah, I know yeah. there is violence, and I think that upset some people. It took more. It's the highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time. Really? Or I should say that in English, it's the highest-grossing R-rated uh, movie of all time. You say that later. Yeah, it is eighteen. Uh, Okay. Well, so I yeah. think, it, I think it, it, there is, it gets its Hollywood classic points for that. For that alone, yeah. I think. it's not like a. Well, it was like a block. Like it's a big deal. Yeah, but it's not seen as like cinema classic, but it's the classic Christian movie. It was in one the of the movie, biggest deals. It was in the movies for what seemed like a genuine year at the time. Yeah, and you would always see like old people constantly going. Like I remember the amount of people who like I heard in the village. It's like and Mary, God bless us. She went up nine. 
86 years of age and she watched that movie and she loved it every no. minute of it loved it and like there was all these stories about oh isn't it great everyone getting up and going to like <laughs> oh isn't it the lovely they're all getting up and going out and going to the movies okay you so know yeah to see uh, an event an event it's an event an okay. event it definitely is yeah what uh, do you think this is going to be like you seem so nervous I am I'm annoyed that I don't know who killed Jesus <laughs> So, I feel like it's kind of good going because I mean I remember going into this kind of going look best case scenario this has been spoiled for me yeah. it's been spoiled for me every Sunday for like most of my childhood once the baddies come up and like oh yeah knew it knew the it was baddies. them the baddies well the, who are the baddies the villains the of the piece the, ba- like the devil is that it well, the, d- devil's like main baddie okay. he's he's the uh, think main, we're going to see yeah. the devil in this mm, no. no 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 maybe yeah I don't do you I know don't any know about Jesus' seen... apostles by any chance? His followers. They're very much the Robins to his. Uh, he's like his, his kind of his Justice League almost. His uh, top friends on MySpace. The, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the ones that get into the top nine <laughs> list. Like the real, the top yeah. twelve. Those apostles. Like it's really hard to get yourself in there. There's a John. They're very vague names. Yeah. Aren't they? There's a David. Yeah. Um, I always did find it quite strange. And again, I, I, this could be complete ignorance to me, but I always find it quite strange that over in what was essentially like Jerusalem and yeah. you know very much the middle. Middle East, that part of the world. You got names like John, well, I think Mark. Is that something where those, Luke? Those names have been changed, translated almost. Because say it's Barry, like you know, <laughs> like the lad Keith, yeah. you know, <laughs> Jezer, <laughs> me, Dave, John, are all going out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's turn some water into <laughs> fucking college. Jesus, mate. Jesus, come over here. Right, we've got loads of water. Right, bless it. Mate, mate. How are you gonna? There's only one football, right? And there's uh, four thousand people. <laughs> mate, he's turning into a fucking. <laughs> yeah, there's things like that. Now I don't know whether this film shows the spiritual. I want to say like the magicy kind of stuff. The mat, like the force kind the, of. Uh, well, does Jesus have the magic? I well, he is the son of God, and there's things where he ascends. Uh, Heaven. Do you know any like the like his 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 illusions that he's done his his powers his miracles? The well, there's the the bread and fish. Yeah, playing that. So he made amongst, it like yeah portion control. Yeah, that's one of his superpowers. Well, you know, there's arguments as to whether it was literally just dividing into lots of little bits, and that was the story, or whether he had magic. Jesus, uh, walking on water, he can do that. He can turn water into wine. Can he do that all the time, or is it only like a certain amount of time? Like, is because he got to really concentrate? Yeah, like. <laughs> Has to like kind of like come on, hang on a second. You know, what? No, look, if you're looking at me, I'm not gonna be able to do it. Yeah. You know? so, so, water to wine, walking on water, yeah, making food, yes. Anything else? He came back to life, okay. that's one of the big ones. Yeah, I think that'll be shown. Him but coming back to life here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I know there's God, and I know there's the devil, and there's and it's up to interpretation as to whether some of these tricks. Um, I see, I really think that yeah. you're worried that you're going to somehow offend me. Yes. Well, maybe not just you. <laughs> maybe not just you me. know followers of of Christianity but you know the it's like when I started watching Game of Thrones, right? I love it. To try and get to grips with Star Wars, where's my reference point? Yeah. Game of Thrones. Like, where's my reference point for, for, for Jesus? Jesus? Game, Game of, of Thrones. When I started watching Game of Thrones, I really liked it because there was talk of undead people. And I know in the first sequence there's some undead White Walker people. Yeah. But there's talk of all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And dragons and things like that. But it's never shown right. for the first season, mostly. Yeah, yeah. You just see these people talking about it and being scared of it. And I thought, ah, oh, this is really good because 
because it's kind of that old worldy magic thing, but the you don't see any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when like dragons started turning and powers and things, I was like, ah. Uh, but I still watched it. So but, you're pretty much thinking that kind of Christianity is yeah. very much season one Game of Thrones. I well, no, no. I think maybe the Passion of the Christ is season one Game season of Thrones. Thrones right, yeah. That you could have a story about religion that might be a bit far-fetched or you could portray it right so more... you think this is going to be kind of like a, hey I don't care if you're Christian or not buddy this is what kind of happened and this is how people reacted yeah okay that's what I think I think that's it's what like, you think it's going to be here okay. are the facts and I know it's up for interpretation whether right, facts, yeah. but like, here's what happened they did strive for historical accuracy yeah and when it came out I remember at, literally at the same time I remember my priest in school gave a sermon about how it was incredibly accurate and then okay. back home Father Heaney he you get minus five Star wipes like minus he, five. He was like, no, it wasn't like that at all, yeah. and I didn't know who to believe. I mean, one of the priests sang, so that kind of maybe <laughs> done him in a little bit. Can't take you seriously, yeah, you know. And also, the one who gave said it was a really, really great review. He once did a sermon. It was forty minutes long about this young man who had been beaten up and all this stuff, and he'd been left horribly disfigured. It was a big story about this this man and how you know people had left him, and he turned out to be Mel Gibson. <laughs> And that was his sermon. Really? As in, this person who got... I'm sure there's a proper story about Bill Gibson, like, you know, being assaulted and having yeah. disfigurement. It was like, and that guy... And then a good Samaritan comes along and helps him, and then it's Mel Gibson. The best thing about it is that when he was going, and that man turned out to be, the person beside me literally just whispered under breath, Jesus, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, that's who it's got to be. Like, like, watching a movie, trying to figure out who did yeah. it. It's got to be Jesus, though. Last thing, do you okay. know any of the other stuff that happens to Jesus before he gets crucified? Not really. Not really? No, I should. I really should you keep thinking like you should like yeah. it's somehow your duty it's what well, i learned i was taught it but, it's but no one like, no one was telling you when you were growing up that you need to know that you should know this no but i was i, I was very much told if you don't know this and appreciate this yeah. you're as good as you know pissing in jesus's eye like it, it's like pythagoras theorem stuff right i was taught what it and i really try my best to know it but now i'm like i can't what fucking the remember length, the hypotenuse squared is the same as the other two sides squared what's the what's the big deal well i wasn't raised uh Pythagorean seriously unbelievable yeah I forget a a lot of things from school (laughs) I pushed out some of the religious you've helped you remember the most important bits though yeah yeah like the sweet taste of Pepsi Max yeah Mm. can't forget that are you excited to go do this you're nervous aren't you I'm nervous to go do this yeah yeah are you nervous you're gonna enjoy it like and go whoa no because like like biblical stories Especially the Old Testament stuff is like cool Mate, stories. This is New Testament. I know this is New Testament. It's, New Testament. it's got Je- New Testament's one with Jesus. It's very in it. much Saved by the Bell, the new class. But I mean, the okay. Bible is just like good stories, isn't it? Yeah, I know. But I mean, Old Testament, very much original Saved by the Bell. New Testament, Saved by the Bell, the new class. Main character that you all love, God, is back, Screech, albeit in a different, more mature form, right. you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what you're dealing with here. You so know? Jesus is Screech's son. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, he's son of Screech. <laughs> <laughs> that well, sounds like a really horrible spin-off. With that in mind, then yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> Let's go to a cinema swirl. <laughs> Jesus. 
We do. <laughs> POTC, Planet of the Christ. Oh. What do you think of that one? That was that was a tough watch, wasn't it? Oh man, I tell you, it was like it was up there with the time when you didn't realise that Adrian was a lady in Rocky. <laughs> Where you were like, you know, this thing is just kind of like, you know, like a like a Game of Thrones season one, no kind of like, you know, it's a straight I, up telling of it, you know. I knew there was going to be like a brutal, horrible bit. Yeah. Right. But I thought that was a scene. I thought that the controversy was that there was this film about Jesus and, you know, the last days of his life, but there was a particularly gruesome scene. Yeah. No, there was a particularly gruesome movie. <laughs> and that was it. It was a damn scary movie, I think. I'll be honest, the, the number one take-home for, for this, and this I think I need to say this at the start in case people think that I'm, like, jaded or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, there was a large part of me that was kind of like, I'm just, I've seen this kind of stuff or had it so reinforced that it seemed a lot less shocking to me than it was to maybe right. to you and, and Joe, who was also watching at the same time. It was a, a horrible go for you guys. Yeah, I've watched some violent things, but I, I don't know. It's just the, the relentlessness of yeah. it, maybe. And that there wasn't anything else to it other than <laughs> Jesus having a fucking awful time. Now you thought that we were like that we were basically cursed by doing this. Yeah, I did because at the the start we were watching it on the telly via a Chromecast. Yeah, first time for a Chromecast. In, yeah. uh, of of a movie. And what happened, Kevin? Uh, well, what happened was basically for whatever reason because the microphone was plugged in. He said rationally. <laughs> But um, I think the microphone was plugged in, but when we plugged it in and we pressed play and turned on the noise, it started going... I heard voices in it. I definitely heard like a low male voice. Tongues may have been spoken in. It's very, very much a possibility. Oh, and I but, thought it was a sign. Yeah, no, you got very, very upset. You kind of got jostled a little bit shook. Well, it happened again, because when we tried to watch it the next time, it was all zoomed in. <laughs> Gone wrong. <laughs> Literally, I found the one. like, right, here we go. <laughs> I pressed full screen. And on the Icon Cinema logo, it went right in on the far corner of the yeah. right. And you just went, that's not going to be right. No, it's not right. And then I realised that I actually put on a version without subtitles. Uh, as if not even knowing what was going on at all was going to make this any easier. not supposed to watch this film. So it was a bit of a, I'll be honest, seriously, it was a bit of a palaver to find Passion of the Christ and actually watch this. Yeah. It was almost as if, yes, it was indeed a sign from beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitles in this one then Was that something you were expecting? Nope Gotta pay attention Gotta why, why, why You thought that it would have been like I am Jesus of Nazareth Well no not like that But I thought You know There'd be I, I, I don't know I just assumed it would be in English I don't know why it's I interesting did that, I know that You know Authentically that wasn't the case So I guess that makes sense But It's interesting that they They went for like White guy 1970s Hollywood movie depiction Of Jesus Christ Yeah yet still decided to go with a different language. Yeah. Which is weird to see what is essentially a bunch of white guys in beards <laughs> doing this language. It's very, very peculiar. Yeah. And I was like, at the start, I could tell, even though this is a language that you would not often hear. As far as I know, this dialect is like constructed from a bunch of different ones that were around at the time. Okay. So as far as I know, I could be wrong on that. But even with the different language, you could tell that the acting was bad. <laughs> like, there's yeah. this shaky guys and beards kind of going, you know, they're not really giving their all into this one. Yeah. Uh, we're introduced to Judas right off the bat. Mm. Judas was um, a bit of a, a little bit of a hunk at the start. Yeah. Had a bit of a thing going for himself there. 
Judas. Judas, yeah. yeah. yeah Judas yeah. is a hunk as well in this week. At the start of the movie. Similar yeah. looking fellas, aren't they? Yeah, a little bit. I thought so. You uh, had a bit of a problem with a number of the uh, characters in this Couldn't movie. Couldn't really work out who was who. Yeah. yeah. Peter, Jesus, Judas. Which I mean, one's the long-haired beard one? All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> Which is the one who's wearing the, the robe? All of them. <laughs> all of them. All of them. So yeah. uh, Judas gets... 30 pieces of silver. Yeah, he's introduced us to the kind of Judas of this story. <laughs> Judas is really the Judas of the piece. Yeah. And he gets that incredibly famous sum of money that none of us were really 100% certain what it was. Was it 30 pieces of silver? Yeah, it was pieces 30 pieces of, yeah. of silver. And as they're throwing it to him as well, he mm. all drops it everywhere. Kind of almost to send a sign as if to say, those 30 pieces of silver are probably not going to be valued for money at the end of the day. Yeah. Mate. You know, you're going to have a rubbish time. I thought it was like, you know, maybe like a sign that you shouldn't take it. Like when we started <laughs> watching the film and it all fucked up and it went weird. <laughs> Maybe it's like that. What was quite interesting as well is that um, we had all the various elders from the religion. They, they mm. looked like Jedi. They did. They really looked like they were Jedi. Yeah. Because they all had silly hats and beards. And also as well, they all had little staffs which looked like putt-putt golf clubs. <laughs> like all these guys were slowly filing in and out of this temple. It really looked like they're all going on a little tournament, like a little oh. getaway, you know. <laughs> right, we paid Judas. Off we go. Off crazy we go. Golf. Right, guys, we give them the money. Is enough left over for a round of putt-putt golf? You bet your sweet ass there is. <laughs> we also get introduced to the uh, the villain of the piece. Yeah. Uh, Lord Voldemort. Yeah. AKA, I, oh. AKA Satan. AKA lady with no eyebrows and a shaved head. Is it a lady? <laughs> Mel Gibson's interpretation like a, of pure evil. <laughs> kind of like a horrible, genderless, weird thing. I didn't know if it was, there was a lady a, or There not. was a little bug went up its nose at one oh, point. <laughs> I was really wrong about... When I was saying before that maybe this movie will be like... What led real? you to believe that that's and what it would be? I don't know. I thought... Was it because I know South Park did an episode about this? I was think that I just guessed... <laughs> I just guessed that it might Had be... Had a go, like... You know, less magical or spiritual or showing things like Satan. Because we do get very much within the first ten minutes, lots of elements of the fantastique. Yeah. You know, we do get... Or, um, you know, we do get our snake lady, who's uh, kind of quite snaky, or snake powers. Because mm. a snake comes out of the snake person, and then Jesus has to, like, stomp a mud hole Smushes in the snake. It. Yeah. Animal cruelty! Yeah, I thought he loved all of God's creatures. Not snakes, because they're devil's creatures. Exactly, that's why St. Patrick, of St. Patrick's Day fame, yeah. he drove all the snakes out of Ireland, because they're evil. That's why over here in England you still have snakes, evil Protestant England with adders and snakes all and, slithering And then out. did he get big drunk, or is, is that just no, a made-up extra just, bit? No, that's a made-up extra <laughs> bit, you know. But no, you know, Jesus, sorry, St. Patrick got rid of the snakes. Huh. Or as uh, Paul Monaghan in my primary school class uh, wrote on his St. Patrick's Day poster, he got rid of all the snakes. <laughs> Got rid of you all bastard, the, bastard. You got rid of all the snacks. What are we meant to eat now? Like you know, oh. unbelievable. So uh, Judas, Judas is Jesus. Yep, he goes over to him and gives him a little kiss. Yeah, well, Jesus is in the woods, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's in he's in the, the garden. This bit is right. known as the the agony in the garden. Okay, or the, the big moan in the garden, basically. So Jesus knows something's up. His, Jesus knows that he's been betrayed because his Jesus power, sense is going. His Jesus sense tingles proper. Yeah, and uh, he reckons, "Oh, I'm going to get betrayed tonight." He starts sweating loads. Why is he in that? Where is that garden? What just is garden? It? In, he just gone to the garden. It's garden in the town, like okay. you know, public space, right? And he starts sweating blood because he's he's proper, you know, distressed, stressed out about mm. it. You know, we do get flashbacks. 
nice flashbacks, you know, as he's like there being all, all sad. Flashbacks to his uh, past, which he shares with Harrison Ford, which is that of a carpenter. Yeah. Jesus, of course, inventing tall tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great bit because uh, the way that Mary afterwards went, tall chairs for tall tables, it'll never catch on. Charlie Prince, tall chairs, like, yeah. <laughs> You know your nan, Mary. She does a virgin birth, and then she doesn't believe him. <laughs> he got this bread, and he rubbed garlic butter on it, and everyone was so confused. And yet now, I can't expect like Jesus Christ to turn around and have like I don't know GPS or Wi-Fi. But oh, never catch. Would you get back to making low tables the way they're meant to be, Jesus? Yeah. Come on. Uh, Mary looks quite young in the now times, doesn't she? Basically, the only difference between Mary from when Jesus was a child and Mary when Jesus was a man in his 30s is that she looks a little bit more serious. Yeah. She's got kind of like more furrowed brown. Like, really what's going on? try with the old makeup, did they? they Not didn't really. put much effort in. But they really kind of did attempt to put a nice Hollywood gloss over the whole child bride theory about uh, yeah. Mary. You know? Ignore that. We do get to see a ghost as well in the garden. Yeah. That was when do. you went, you literally went, oh, I've been dead wrong about this movie. There were a couple of things that, um, Ooh. that I got wrong. Was the When's the ghost? Is that Judas sees Judas, it? In the, yeah, he's in the garden. A little ghost goes, boo! Yeah, he sees a fucked up weird ghost. Jesus heals some bloke's ear. And I was like, oh, right, this is... This is magic Bible stuff. This yeah. is the proper, like, hardcore, he can heal things. This is the magic. There's ghosts everywhere. There's a snake devil. Uh, one of the people who's capturing Jesus yeah. says that you're just the son of some obscure carpenter. <laughs> like, that's a really bad insult that is not not, not a even popular carpenter. Jo- Joseph, he's not even, like, you know, the pro- not even like Harrison Ford, not even a good carpenter, yeah. you know? You're just Joseph, an obscure carpenter. I don't even like your early work. <laughs> Some obscure carpenter. <laughs> that would be a great name for like a, a an album. Some obscure carpenter, yeah. like you know. When you search for Joseph on Google, you have to click loads of pages just to find there. him. Yeah, just he's a low res, <laughs> small little shows up as a gift that doesn't move. What's going on? Like you know, uh, um, Jesus uses heel on one of the guards as well. He gets his his ear chopped yeah. off. Where were you when Mike Tyson was running rough shot over uh, the, the boxing community? So Jesus uses heel and it is super effective. Yeah. So they go full on magic, like, displaying the suite of superpowers in this mm. movie here. So not not maybe what you thought it would no. be. No, no. The I think they're called Pharisees or they're not Maharajas. That's no, that's wrong. The the Pharisees I think is what they are. The the kind of the 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 leaders of the of the the faith. Right. They hold what is essentially the We Hate Jesus Club. Yeah, everyone gets round to every slag off of Jesus. They go, Jesus, if you're so great, let's hear from your people. And it's like, yeah, Jesus is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hate Jesus. He's shit. And so then he comes go up off. and he's like, oh, actually, Jesus does heal everyone. <gasps> By using devils, <laughs> we hate those. Those are the worst. Yeah. So no one's really there for him. But is it the priest? There's a priest. Yeah, the, the Pharisee guy. Yeah, he doesn't believe any of this until Jesus himself kind of says, "Yeah, no, that's that's me. That I am Jesus, Son of God." I might be Jesus in a way that you don't actually necessarily think I'd be. <laughs> And then he goes a bit of a face, but William gets really upset because he, he tears his shirt open. I think that's the the pre- he goes oh he goes, blasphemer and he, tears his shirt. Open. It's like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> but yeah, everyone's having a go at Jesus. He's just kind of there taking all this verbal abuse. I became acutely aware at this point that like, oh, there's all these stages which are basically, for a better word, it's like the different segments in Frasier where they bring up like a little bit of writing, kind of going, oh, Niles gets in a jam. Not you know? seen any of you that, know? mate. 
it's basically like setting up these vignettes that I know that are each going to involve something excruciating with Jesus. Okay. This one, of course, being everyone having a pop at him and spitting in his face. Yeah. Ew, big nasty gullies in their face. It seemed really bad at this point in the movie, but it turns out probably the best bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, they all like kind of spit on him. And I, and I imagine you were viewing this to be quite disgusting because, I mean, I've done the cobra spit on you a few times and you've been like, ah! Yeah, this is them actual spitting, you yeah. know, which is a different thing entirely. Peter, one time, two time, three times... A denier. A, a denier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Peter, aren't you Jesus' mate? It wasn't me. <laughs> He's getting taken away by the robes. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. me. And then they get excited. It wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, four times. That's four times. Yeah. He does an extra one just to be sure. <laughs> And then he goes over, oh, Mary, boo-hoo-woo. I've denied him. I've denied him. Good yeah. on you. Like, <laughs> I think I seem to remember something about Peter denying Jesus three times being a big deal. He gets forgiven when Jesus, spoilers, Jesus resurrects right. for season two. But um, yeah, no, he, he forgives him for that as far as I know. Okay, cool. So they're cool. Judas is like has second thoughts. He wants to execute his opt-out clause. So he hmm. goes... To try and return his thirty pieces of silver, but he's not got his no. receipt. He's not got his <laughs> proof of purchase. <laughs> proof of purchase. Yeah. So all the first is like, "What are you doing? Like you've, you're, you've touched it. Like you can't return those." Yeah. I'm sorry. So he throws the silver back. He's he's done. He's yeah. He gets rid of it. And I will say at this point, Gibson obviously was going for. It. He's like, "I feel that the Passion of the Christ should be a two-hour endeavor." And there's a lot of slow mo at this part. Like yeah, almost not, everything is in slow mo. Not like slow mo camera slow mo. Just slowing down the footage slow mo. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, you know the talking is still happening. Jesus like it happened in the edit. <laughs> It wasn't thought through. It was more like, how can we stretch this out? Like, what are we at? Two, two hour and six. And these yeah. turns. Do you make you make this bad boy two oh seven? Oh hell yeah! Ew. Oh, we, I think we all agreed on this. That you know when Peter's denying Jesus. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, Don't, like, why does Jesus? There's a hostile environment yeah. there. He'll 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 be taken away and punished. If he says, yeah, that's my mate Jesus, I know him, I'm best mates with him. Can't Jesus just be like, mate, just be cool? No, I <laughs> thought that it. he was kind of big on the old forgiven business here. Yeah. And here he is, like, he's been spat on and beaten up. And he is, in, in all fairness, Jesus, is pulling a fucking face here. At yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, deny me three <laughs> times, will you? Oh, no, 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 it's fine. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's a guilt trip. Jesus has to go through a bit of everything here, I guess. So Judas really gets the, the, the thick end of the wedge here. Yeah, he has a pretty terrible... Because he has a high fever and, and hives, stress hives. Yeah, he's all like guilty and racked with guilt. So that's the probably the most vivid description of being racked with guilt that I've seen. And as socially anxious, you know, 20 something year olds, yeah. we can attest that there's nothing scarier than a bunch of young kids going, ah, nah, 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 You're ah, cursed! Leave me alone! <laughs> You're cursed! I'm not! Leave me alone! <laughs> yeah, horrible. Where are their parents? Why are they letting them do uh, this? And then, right. Why? Why did the kids turn into weird zombies? <laughs> There's a bit where the kid turned into like old, old man. man with like a boss eye, yeah, <laughs> like a, a hook tooth. Why you freaked out? What's that? There is all. I'm gonna tell you right now. Is that in the Bible? No, it's not in the Bible. The weird zombie kids. There's no fucking boss eyed, hook tooth, scary looking zombie kids. Right. Looking like a scarier version of the thing from the Goonies. Is that Satan being mean to Judas? Is it's that what that's Satan, supposed to be? Yeah, being a dick here. Right, basically. okay. Because after that, Judas then gets followed by more kids who've and he's said all, he's cursed. And he's like, leave me alone. Yeah. And they're all like, eh. And, and then, then he fucking dies. He sees like a dead 
camel goat thing. It's all smelly and covered yeah. in maggots. And he kills himself. Oh, and the devil's there. And he still hasn't gotten to return his 30 pieces of silver. No. Absolutely. Well, he got rid of them, but he hasn't got his Jesus back. <laughs> Do you ever think about being a Judas, Hey, Don't. You don't. Bad for you. If I if you ever do a Judas to me, loads of kids are gonna fucking chase you and proper give you hassle. I knew about Judas. I'm not sure I knew that Judas killed himself. Really? I think that's probably a thing that they don't tell you at school. Again, that's that was so many parts of this where it was kind of like, here's what they really think happened. Yeah. And then there was bits where clearly because I was Catholic, I was told these things in more detail. Mm. Bits that were like kind of, oh no, that's not silly or sensationalist, but suffering, suffering, suffering. And there was clearly bits that you just weren't told because... I think with the Judas thing, I think they go, and Judas betrayed Jesus and he was really guilty about it. And that's the end of that bit of the story. That was it, like there's no kind of like fucking horrible consequences. (laughs) So much so that he killed himself. They don't tell you (laughs) that bit when you're little. And then loads of little kids, and you might not realise the kids, but when you all actually rise up together as one with that kind of... "Eh!" The voice is... That really horrible, shrill voice. You can drive someone to suicide. Oh, God, you're fucking (laughs) awful. You don't know how scared we are of you. I kind of, at this point, it all came flooding back to me. You know, as I said, a lot of religion classes and school and whatnot growing up. From a very young age, I would have to write stories and like draw pictures about all of this shit that's happening. Yeah. Which led me on nicely to Jesus' trial here with the Romans. Yeah. Chief amongst which is Pontius Pilate. Yep. Who, maybe because I just liked the thought of it, or maybe I misheard it or someone misspoke. Yeah. But from the ages of three until 12, I thought he was Pontius Pirate. Punches. Punches pirate. Pirate. As in, arr. Yeah, that's a cool name. Now, every time we had to draw Jesus being sentenced or sentenced to crucifixion under Pontius Pilate, which is part of the whole fucking Nicene Creed. Peg leg. Yeah. Like eye patch. A hat with a skull on it. <laughs> fucking parrot. And you know what's weird about that? My teacher obviously had to correct my books. Yeah. And not have the heart to tell Never me. Never told you know, me He's enthusiastic about it. He knows... <laughs> I don't want to tell him, no, it's just some Roman. What if your teacher corrected you and then you drew him in a plane? <laughs> it's just pilots. It's, it's some fucking hooligan. Some hooligan on his way back from Euro 2012. Go on then, Pontius Pilots. Go on. He's had a few Carlin on the easy jet and he's getting a bit upset because you didn't qualify for the semis. Oh. You know, no. not even David Baddiel could talk sense into him at this point. No. But yeah, Punches Pirate, who um, fobs off the... He whole... seems quite a reasonable man, I'd say. He is. Yeah. Romans, reasonable but ruthless. Now, right, okay, here's the thing. You know before, when we were talking about who the baddies were, yeah. I knew it was the Romans, but I didn't say because I thought I was wrong, and then I said it immediately afterwards. You did, so you knew did. it was the Romans. Clever boy. Caesar Augustus. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to edit that back in. Actually, <laughs> I think it's the Romans. Hold on. It's the Romans, isn't it, Kevin? It is, yeah. That okay, is thank it. you. And cut, and then we'll have that in. Okay. <laughs> so he gets fobbed off the case. There's serious padding here. Because yeah. it's like, right, when we're doing the Nicene Creed, yeah, it's for our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. What's that? The you Nicene, just said something. The Nicene Creed is like the basically the longest fucking prayer ever. We had to learn all of our the prayers The nice... Off. The Nicene Creed. Nicene Creed. I know it sounds like a type of biscuit. It sounds lovely. <laughs> oh, a couple of Nicene Creeds. <laughs> I love a Nicene Creed. <laughs> no, it's the guy who Rocky faces in Rocky 2. Nicene Creed. <laughs> you're good, kid, but you're no Nicene Creed. No, the Nicene Creed. You know the Nicene Creed. Hang on, I've got it here. I did, just in case you were worrying about it. Okay. I did pop on 
Nicene Creed. I did pop on sacredtext.com. Okay. Forward slash Nicene Creed. You know, we believe one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, and one Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, eternally begotten from the Father. From God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made from one being as Father. Through all things made, for some of our salvation came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he was born from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. We knew it was going to happen, but we acted like a big deal. Anyway, he ascended to heaven and you see at the right hand of the Father, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. So that's a real, like, kind of okay. argument when he said, um, actually, he'll come again to judge the living and the dead. Oh, yeah. And his kingdom will have no now, If someone could take that audio and put that Dr. Dre instrumental underneath it, I think that'll sound cool. I'm just good. saying, though, we're not done. Oh, are there more? Well, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and Son. He's worshipped and glorified. Okay. He's spoken through the prophets. So he's done a lot of of, of appearances. How long have we got to go there, Ken? <laughs> one holy and Catholic and apostolic church. Acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, so make sure you get in early. Mm -hmm. We look for the resurrection of the dead. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. I had to learn that off when I was 11 years old. Okay. And recite it every single day. Ugh. Like the Pledge of Allegiance that's, times a thousand. That's a long one, isn't it? Ooh. Ooh. And you know what? Recently, guys, I looked up on that recently. It was kind of like, oh, what was the old Nicene Creed? And just as I was reading, I was kind of like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's got these images of having to learn off. I mean, shouted at for not being able to learn off. So the point being, that's what they say. For our sake, he was crucified with a Pontius Pilate. Da, da, da. Yeah. They don't say... And then he got popped off to Herod. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't go to Pontius Pilate. He goes, oh, I don't think so. Then he goes to King Herod, who inexplicably in this movie looks like John Tron. Yeah, very much <laughs> so. Really like John Tron. Yeah. And then he passes him back to King Herod and then goes, oh, I don't think I don't want, I well, don't want anything to do with this. Both of them are like, he's done nothing wrong. He's just a pillock. And everyone's gone, no, crucify him. And he's gone, all right, send him to Herod. Herod goes, he's just crazy. Oh, send him back to Pontius. Herod had a cheater as well, by the way, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That was really cool. He looked pretty happy with I bet he life. did cocaine. He had a pretty good setup. It seemed Seriously. pretty extravagant. But then he, the, the guys go, right, you can have Jesus or we'll let Barbarous go. Yeah, it's it's like a political thing. They're like, there's going to be an uprising if I don't do something. So he's got right, I've got, I've got a trick for them, right? We'll get this horrible murderer. Who's basically Wario. Yeah. Wah, like, number one. Really grotty looking. <laughs> well cast, I think, in that role, whoever played Barabbas. Bar Barabbas, who is a terrible murderer. He takes away, he's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Yeah. You, you can free Jesus, or you can free this guy. And they go, free that guy. <laughs> free that murderer. And as he's walking away, going, yeah, bleh, and he literally looks like he's about to start murdering people as he's going into the crowd. Like, this Seems to be like a whole chant of like free Barabbas or Barabbas. Barabbas, yeah. let's go, Jesus. Barabbas. The chances <laughs> get louder. They don't like him in this city, you know. Yeah. So Jesus is kind of left to it then. And yeah. Then we get the first of many horrible encounters. It's only the bloody scourging at the pillar, yeah. and I mean that literally. Yeah. Alexi Sale and another lad beat yeah. Jesus up with sticks. They do. There's lots of whipping and stick hitting, and the man who does look a lot like Alexi Sale. They both look like like lads. All I'm gonna say is we the, we were googling it. Alexi Sale, Passion of the Christ. Was he it? You could at the start. You can't quite. Have been. Yeah, it did look like him. Now this at this point, I was like, ah, this is the bad bit. 
I know that this is the bad bit that everyone and hates. And you, you got a little bit cocky about it. Cause I was like, yeah, I know, I know where the bad They bit were being is. hit with the sticks first. And he was getting beaten up. Yeah. And at this point, uh, Sam was chatting with Joe, the intern, about meerkat movies. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. a st- and I'll be honest, a stone cold deal he's just gotten on that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, £2.47. That's, that's for a song, if mm. you don't mind me saying. That's what you got that for. And then I had to go, no, no, proper whipping's coming up now. Yeah. Then he gets the cat and nine tails. Yeah, it's very upsetting and grim to watch this. It's not fun at all. It's very, like, harrowing, graphic, upsetting. There's so the, I thought this The bit is where, the like, bit. he gets the, the bits that have the chunks that stick in. Yeah. And, and then, then pulls, pulls out. out and, like, all bits come out like you're flaking a salmon fillet. It's really horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I think that makes it worse a bit that they're all laughing and being horrible, grotty men. And I'll I'll be honest, because here I've probably drawn a hundred thousand pictures, like from the ages of three to twelve, of Jesus getting whipped and beaten up. That's fucking horrible. I'm completely desensitized to it. You'd need a lot of red crayon to accurately depict that. Because you and Joe both were watching were fucking properly like the colour was drained from the face at this point it's not nice at all it was and it wasn't because of a no it wasn't because of a oh that's your lord and saviour there no that's just a man being badly hurt now think about for us as Catholics growing up we told that's your lord and saviour <laughs> they did I don't think they said it like that they, they absolutely did <laughs> look at him <laughs> Because I had, I was told to go see this movie at the age of like fourteen or fifteen, mm. and I remember walking out being pretty shook. Yeah. It was a, it was a maybe not the most appropriate thing for. I mean, you can watch this scene and go, people shouldn't be going to see. You shouldn't be busting in fragile old people and yeah. young kids to They're go not and see. Have a great time. Now, um, that's what I thought the bad bit was. I thought that was the controversial scene, and then the rest of it was, you know, relatively plain sailing. Nope, just wrong. a bit of crucifixion. Um, a question I kept asking myself a lot throughout this movie, maybe not at the movie, more just the story. Why is Mary there? Why does she keep coming looking at her son? Why, why does Adrian come to Rocky and then to Rocky 1? Touche. <laughs> you got me. She's just there to kind of show support. But I wouldn't you know? want to look at my son get all... I think I, I don't think you're viewing from the viewpoint of the mother as opposed to like, oh, if I was in crucified, I wouldn't want mum to. Say, oh, I wouldn't want my mum that. I'd be mum. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being crucified. Go away. <laughs> get out. And she starts cleaning up all the blood from the scourging. Yeah, with the whitest towels ever. Yeah, with uh, Mary Magdalene, yeah. who's uh, one of Jesus's friends. Hashtag Team Mary, and like. Yeah, you get to see another shot of Satan who's got a little, what looks like a baby. Yeah, weird old man. There's another old man, baby. <laughs> it's, it's a toothless, bald, <laughs> tiny old man going. Yeah. Oh. What? What is that? What's that supposed to be? Yeah, it's... Tell me what that is. That's not in the Bible. Why not? <laughs> it's just like the devil is being Where a Where did Mel Gibson get the idea for the old man baby? Fever dream, I guess. Also, when both of the Marys are wiping up the blood, they're bloody Marys. There we go. Thank you very much. I've been Sam Chapman. <laughs> good night. Very yeah. good. Excellent. The guards who at this point are like orcs. Yeah. You know, they've had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. And they decide to give uh, Jesus a crown for a king. Oh, yeah. no, that's Game of Thrones again. Sorry. No, a crown of thorns. 
Yeah. They pop and, it on his head. Okay, so there's more misinformation here. I knew Jesus got beaten up and then a crown of thorns and then crucified. I, to me, like as a child, like the crown of thorns was one of the worst bits. That was like, oh, that's really bad. It must have hurt his head. Probably wasn't that bad for him at that point, really. They left out the whipping bit. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And all the horrible crown of thorns, which they stick in with a stick. Yeah. And they stick in, I mean, honestly, I think the cardboard crown of thorns, which we had to use in our plays growing up in, 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 as a kid. Yeah. And we had little red bits of crepe paper flowing out of it. <laughs> like six or seven years. That's morbid, like. Yeah. He has to wear that. And, uh, well, as well, what we had to do was the proper thing you had to do was you had to say the rosary. You had to say, like, a, a load of prayers for all these beads on your rosary chain. And you had to do one for the stations of the cross. What's a rosary chain? Rosary bead is, is like a big load, long chain of beads. And each one you have to say like a, an Our Father and a Hail Mary. Right, okay. Various prayers. Yeah. But each one, the sign of the cross is like one of these awful bits. So you have to sit by like a little picture of this awful thing. Like Jesus having to wear a rubbish hat mm. or, get, or get whipped and scourged. And do like a full circuit, a full loop of prayers. You're there all day and night. It, it yeah. bears on you, you know. Yeah. But I think I'm immune. I mean, I didn't want to say I was immune to it at this point, but but less distressed. I was less distressed. I'm used to seeing a me. white guy in a beard get the shit knocked out of him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> at least in poor Catholic art form. You yeah, know? you're staring at that statue the whole three hours you're in mass. You know, so this was supposed to be like a particularly gruesome punishment, so yeah. that everyone was okay with him just being punished and then being let free. Yeah. And then he gets paraded back out in front of everyone, all fucked up with the crown of thorns. Yeah. And they still want him crucified. Yeah, that's the calling for, for uh, it, you know. Um, don't get off easy. So he has to carry the cross. Yeah. Now, I'd be fucking cross if I had to carry that heavy old burden. <laughs> all that shopping, no help. Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm. Actually, just so we know, actually. 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 Uh, apparently, this is a historical inaccuracy because Jesus didn't actually carry a big cross-shaped thing. He carried a, a giant log of wood on his back that his arms were tied to. Is that what? That's what the other two had, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. What Jesus carried apparently wasn't actually at all, but it's because it's on most of the the pictures you'd have in church and whatnot. That's how it's depicted. But wrong. Pretty iconic, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus carrying the cross. Carrying Can't big, leave that out of the movie. He's carrying a big T, not carrying like a bit of wood, like just a big log, you know. Yeah. So he has to go through what basically what Cersei's has to go through at the end of recent season of Game of Thrones. He has to like carry it through Flea Bottom, have yeah. all the the serfs throwing stuff at him. He has to carry it up a hill as well, which is probably the the worst. But they keep making a big mistake, which is whipping him a lot while he's carrying this thing, and then he falls over, and then they whip him until he gets back up again to carry it, and then they whip him and he falls down. Yeah. Stop whipping him for a bit. Well, I mean, as the old saying goes, where there's a whip, there is a way, uh, you know? They've done the whipping bit. The Lord of the Last says, hey, 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 you gotta go with it, you know? He's uh, whipping him non-stop. <laughs> we get, like, flashbacks as well to the Last Supper, where Jesus is like, look at these, and he got, like, the, the good nans from White Rose. That bread. Oh! Looks so good. <laughs> All right, I'm new arrangement here, so me and Sam, as opposed to the usual frozen pizza, we're like, we yeah. are gonna have, like, nice turkey burgers, mm. and I'm fucking, I don't think I've ever been this hungry I'm very hungry as well. Yeah. And when Jesus took out those, I was like, we both. It was a nice break em- from the bleakness. Ambassador yeah. with these uh, Ferrero Rochers, you truly are <laughs> spoiling us. The Son of God spares no expense for his gifts. Look lovely. I was surprised how long this bit lasted. It was nearly half an hour. Yeah, 
Because like we skip like what seemed to be a quarter of the movie of him just carrying the cross, falling over. Someone has to help him pick it up. His mum says hello to him. His mum runs over and says, "I'm here," and then goes he, away. He's, again. he's wearing a robe as well. It's all he falls in the sand and it's all salty and sticky. Yeah. Ugh. He looks like he's going to get an infection. It's a long bit, which I think again it kind of drives home how long that must have been. For, oh no, it wasn't like in real time. But you think this is taking ages? It must have taken even longer for poor Jesus carrying that cross. That must have been awful. As I said, I feel I'm a bit numb to it now. But if that movie, if this movie and this scene particularly seems to impact you, with like no like upbringing to be like to view Jesus in that way or that that's not your belief. You know, so. I have sympathy for just people, right? Oh, I know, I know. But I mean, if that on its own, can you imagine what it's like, though, if you're, like, brought up from oh, a young age yeah, if to you, be, like, you are personally, you are personally, like, responsible for, for some, this. Like, have you seen the one in the Louis where the, the doctor, when he's a kid, shows him all, like, yeah, yeah. what it's like? That's, like, kind of, it weighs a lot on a, on a youngster. Freaks you out a bit. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. Jesus, at this point, kind of looks a little bit like Freddy Krueger. Forgive me for having points of reference here, but his, his yeah. skin has gone all meaty. Some pretty good roughed up skin makeup here. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Oh, I think they actually crucified him, you know. That was... Oh, okay. Method. <laughs> he yeah. got he got properly crucified here now. Yeah. The noise when they're banging the, the, the nails through his, his hand. <laughs> Sound like a yeah. a big a big bag of diarrhea been hit with a sledgehammer. <laughs> like held under pressure. <laughs> oh, same reaction. Oh, I shouldn't be laughing during the story of Jesus Christ. And then the robber, which you went, oh, he makes a good point. He starts asking Jesus why he doesn't save himself. Because yeah. he gets like, flipped over. They kind of like, do him both sides. There was one... Like he's an omelette. <laughs> there was one bit where, as he was being crucified, they broke his arm a bit to get the nail in. So they nailed his hands to the cross, which is horrible and obviously sounds terrible. Uh, but I was a bit like, wonder how they do the feet. Which bit do they nail through for the feet? But they put a little triangle bit on. They've got a little on. extra bit yeah. on and they nail that like. So, as, as well as being like, this is gruesome, this is horrible, ugh, there's a bit of me like, oh, that's how you do crucifixions. Great, now I know. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. So it's, it's handy to know that, I guess. Just yeah. Do you know what actually kills you when you're crucified? Why it's so horrible? It's because apparently the way that your arms and legs are that you like feel the need to pull yourself up almost. Right. But when you do pull yourself up, it like stretches back on like your your chest, your lungs, and your lungs fill with blood. Oh. But because of the way you're kind of constantly slouching, your body has an instinct to try and like pick yourself back up a little mm. bit. So it's it's really slow. It makes it here like it's only there for like like a little bit. But as far as I know, it's it's like a much long. The long ass thing can be there for quite a while if you yeah. get crucified. Not nice that little. You see that crucifixion. You get. You can get sometimes. Some people I do back home used to have little mini Jesus. Yeah. And you put them on the door. Yeah. yeah. And you go by and you give him a little touch, like a little bop. No. That's horrible. He's fucking suffering. Don't give him a fucking poke. That's to remind you that he's. You know. He's... Hello. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Ow. Yeah. He's sting. sticky as well yeah. and stinging. Oh no. It'll jam on you. So, Jesus is there, and the robber's like, oh, why don't you save yourself? Yeah. That's not helpful. Jesus, your way out of it. That's what the, um... And Jesus... Everyone's trying to say. They're trying to daring to, like, be... Well, if you are Jesus, and you want to prove that you're Jesus, you're on this thing, get down, and then Do we'll the impression. Do yeah. it. Do it. Do it now. I need to... You can't just ask to do it. I can't just do it now. Do it. Do the impression. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, this is why I thought the whole lack of magic thing would make sense because like I keep saying magic you know what I mean though like supernatural supernatural you stuff can't, right, no one can have an issue with you saying the word supernatural okay surely not the supernatural stuff because we're saying simply 
that it is beyond what we would consider to be natural, natural. and regular. Yeah, it's okay? supernatural. Is we are, we're saying it's super? That's a positive thing. If, if that stuff wasn't in it, you might could, have been like the one. I don't know, a bit more sad or no? I don't. I don't know. I think uh, there's a weird argument that sometimes people make that they think is the most impressive thing in the world to be like. I think there was a Jesus, uh, <laughs> but I think he was just like a nice guy who did some cool things, and then got in trouble for it. Like the you know that kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, people yeah, say, yeah. They weren't miracles. He was just really nice and charitable. And he told really good stories. Yeah, I thought that you know there'd be some allowances for that stupid theory that everyone's had at some point in their life. That you know he's, he's, he is there. Sure, there was a Jesus, but maybe not as you know him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he was a black man. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I thought, like, if he's crucified and can't do the magic thing, because yeah. he's not, then there's that there. But I, I think, he, you know, I, the supernatural... Wait, so are you trying stuff. to say the reason that he can't supernatural his way out of it is because that he's taken a, a whooping? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if you hadn't seen any uh, of Jesus' supernatural abilities in this film, yeah. then there's the interpretation that those weren't actually there. He, you know, he maybe was the son of God. Oh, but, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, I think that's, I guess, what the ultimate goal of this was to make people be like, you are you are a Christian, remember? Yeah, yeah. Remember? No, I know. <laughs> this did happen, you know? So I think, you're, like, it, it does, the, the tone of the movie, because it's quite, it is really actually quite well, like, put together in ways. Like, we were like, kind of, oh, it's like, almost like, it is really like Game of Thrones. We can't make it. Yeah, yeah. But it's the way that it's shot and the kind of the music and the bleakness of it. You, you're there, aren't you? you yeah. Feel, yeah. It, oh. it does actually have that impact, even for non-religious and lapsed religious uh, yeah. uh, members of the audience. So, uh, yeah, Jesus is there up on the cross with two dinks. One of the dinks is like, you know, oh, will you save me? And then Jesus is like, oh, because you're nice. Yeah. You're going to get to be with me in paradise. Because he knows that Jesus was praying for everyone and saying, forgive him. And, you know, they know not what they're doing or something. Yeah, he was, he was, he was uh, being apologetic. Then a crow comes and nicks one of their eyes. Well, he's the what, he's the other criminal who's laughing and not really paying attention. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh he should God. be got by a crow. So is that crow an instrument of God? Maybe. Crow's up there with fucking, like a snake. That is quite an evil image, yeah. isn't it? You know? Not sort of a skeleton come and kill him or Maybe something Maybe it's like the that. devil just having a bit more of a laugh and <laughs> fucking some more things up. The devil and God seem to be in cahoots in a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, oh, Judas, he's... He's been mean to, to Jesus. Yeah. We'll kill him. Mm. Don't know what I, it is. I suppose, yeah, they, they both wouldn't be pretty happy with, with You're not Jesus, allowed to ask they? questions about these things, you say. <laughs> not, not in the no. religion class. Well, Jesus asked a very good question at one point, which is, why have you forsaken me, God? Yeah, that's meant to be like his moment of doubt. Yeah. And if you might think, oh, that proves that Jesus was just some nice guy, and then he, he maybe thought that he was like that. Mm. But no, we were told, now Jesus has to go through all the rubbish emotions before he dies. Including doubt. So God made Jesus, who is himself, doubt himself to feel what it's like. Oh, that's a bit horrible. Yeah. And then he can die. Okay. So that's, it is, yes, it's convenient. Yeah. (laughs) But that's, that's the, that's the, that's the line there. That's the cave line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus dies. Yeah. On the cross, and in a, as a result of this, and I'll be honest, this shit never was taught to me, ever, ever, ever. Okay. When Jesus dies, he summons all this inclement weather. The earthquake. Like it's skeg on a bad day. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus, it got really dark, it's only 4pm. Oh, is that rain? Yeah. It was a bit with the rain where it kind of looked like Jesus was looking into a crystal ball seeing his future. <laughs> Just a split second where it was an orb where you could see... I- 
his past all wobbly. What I thought, like, because the the raindrop kind of bubbles over and then drops down, but during that bubbly bit, it does, yeah, it does look like crystal ball. I thought that was zooming out to God looking at it and going, being like, fuck. <laughs> My work is done. Well, I won't be doing that anytime soon. So yeah, Jesus and so- summons all this uh, all this terrible mild weather, and he's all like, "Where God at?" Mm. And uh, then there's a storm. This storm never made reference to from okay. what I was taught. Yeah, I was asking if this happened. Though. I don't think this happened. I think maybe it's because we were always emphasized that God was not vengeful, because all that Old Testament stuff is like, no, you know, where he's like a prop, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill your son. What? You know, that's God in the Old Testament. So we're always led to believe that, you know, our God is not like that New Testament God. But here, he does set this big storm off that mm. does, like, it breaks up the temple. It completely destroys it. And yeah. they're all really miserable. And they all have to quickly make sure everyone's dead so they can go home and get away from the rain. What this is the equivalent of, from when I was a kid, was, like, the priest telling us, like, yeah, Jesus, like, there's a new hope. Empire Strikes Back. And he doesn't even tell us about Return of the Jedi. <laughs> he doesn't even tell us about when him and, you know, the Ewoks kind of really fucking come mm. together and give them well, what for, and they break up the machine, man. They break the temple. That's hot. Why would we get that? Wait, we got our own back on him. No, we don't. We don't get that bit. You know, that Jesus, you know, gets some sort of vindication for it. He just... Nope. I, I don't even know if this is in the Bible. I'm not inclined to read and find okay. out. If you know if Jesus actually broke a load of private property yeah. after he died, do tweet in. Cinemaswell at gmail.com. Then he gets speared. And around right this moment, he started talking about all these, like, oh, last items to ever touch Jesus type things. I was talking about the Turin Shroud, which... Why have you picked that? I've never heard I that. I know about the Turin Shroud. It's like the last thing that... It's supposed to be like a... I think Jesus laid on it Is and it cloth? got all blood on it. Yeah, like a big cloth. And it's Is it the thing to... that they wrapped him up in after they buried him? I think so. And I think it... It's supposed to actually exist somewhere, but there's, you know, doubts over whether it is the thing. I don't yeah. know. And the spear, I know because I've read from, in Hellboy, the spear is a thing. Right, okay. The spear that they probably him with yeah. and all the blood came out on his mum and his friend. I'd say this might be handy for a future Indiana Jones episode. Like, what, the spear? Like, well, I think that might be in, a, in an Indiana Jones movie okay. at some point as well. So yeah, uh, they kill him, just to, again, just to make sure. During this moment when Jesus is just like lay there dying and it's all zoom out, all, all sad, you just went, when's Easter? <laughs> I just meant this year when specifically is the date of Easter Sunday. I don't like that Easter changes around. Yeah. I feel that that really eats into the taking this at face value story. Yeah. As in, this is the day, starting right now. Well, it, was, it was a Sunday, but that's not how... That's when he resurrected. Holidays work, is it? Easter Saturday is the fucking rubbish day. Yeah. So Easter Saturday, like, you know, we used to have a fry, what a was, fry up what on was Easter Saturday. Friday? Why was Friday good? good? Good Friday was when he had the Last Supper and right. all that jazz. I was born on Good As far Friday. as I know, I, I could be completely, it. like, revealing myself to be, like, well, what I am, a lax cat. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do, Father Heaney? Nothing, that's what. Yeah. So as far as I know, those are the, the dates. Shouldn't be feeling so good about yourself on uh, on 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 Easter Saturday. Eat a load of eggs, feel kind of moggy, mo- mo- you yeah. know, kind of. Oh. And then Easter Sunday was Jesus is back. Resurrection. You've done a big poo. Oh, putting that behind yeah. me. Well, right. Let's have a roast dinner now. When Jesus died and it all zoomed out and went black, right? You like hovered over the thing on the computer that shows how much time is left. Yeah. Now at that point, I thought only about an hour had passed. Yeah. Then. I thought we were about halfway through, and that there was going to be the whole Jesus resurrecting bit. It's whatever. 
the DVD equivalent of a page turner is. Yeah. It it's a real chapter it menu browser. It did, it, it flew. It went very quick. So I was like confused as to whether the actual resurrection bit was in it. No, that's not technically the, the passion ends with like... The yeah. passion is just that bit where he's getting the shit knocked out of him. So you see a little bit of him coming back to life, moving the rock off the thing, the cave. Yeah, and then him like turning... Well, it looks like he's turning into a gas. Yeah. But it's just that he's out of his... And then and Gibson the even goes for the swerve. He's got stigmata. We'll see you in season two. How are we going to explain that? Like, you know? <sighs> and that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. I didn't know it was just the Jesus having everything go wrong bit. Yeah, that's the I passion. didn't know. I thought it was... I didn't know that that bit was called the passion. That's the passion. And when you hear... I don't know if you've ever heard about people going to passion plays... No. It's like a, it's a traditional thing. They do it in Italy. They've done it in Ireland and stuff like that as well, where it's like a full day long. Like my parents went to one in like Italy, I think it was, and they like they do the whole fucking thing. Like you sit and you watch and recreate the whole, like he gets beaten up and he has to carry the cross. It's like, oh, shit, why would you want to do that? Like this whole film was what I thought would be like two or three scenes in the Jesus movie, which is what I thought this was going to be. I thought this was going to be like, admittedly, the last days of Jesus and the bit where he goes, resurrects and goes back to heaven. I didn't know it was just that are you saying out. that it's impressive that they got a whole movie out of that? Kind of, yeah. Well, it like makes you. It is, you, it's horrible in a cinematic sense in terms of making you feel like, oh Jesus, you know that's that's literally in, in every possible. They've sense, done yeah. that in the purest sense of the term here. They did what they set out to do. If if it's to make you really have a think, have a think get a pretty good experience of what it must have been and you know levels of sympathy go up and stuff like that then well done mel gibson you made me feel a bit sick it is the highest grossing religious movie of all time and that's the you know the, the excuse i'm using for for it being a classic yeah. or whatever it's not a classic classic it's a religious classic but it's easter but just to think lots of people watched it like a whole shit ton of people well, you were talking this. about these nice old ladies going yeah. to see it and having a lovely time like you imagine, like the pre- oh, we should see it. Oh, really? I might go into town and oh, oh. see the passion of the Christ. Oh, oh, my parents wouldn't go to see it with me. I remember I went to see it on my own. Right? They didn't want to see it with me. No, um, wouldn't fucking awkward. I like. didn't know that bit was called the passion. I thought this was just about how passionate and great Jesus was. Oh, isn't he very passionate? Like him being all yeah. charitable and stuff. I mean, you need to get your flashbacks. Like he puts it on his CV that he's got a lot of passion. For being the son of God. Goal-driven Jesus. Yeah. Uh, sadly not. Works well as father. So you seem quite shook. Yeah. But I'll be honest, uh, you were so worried before we did this. Yes. We were on the fence about whether or not to do this. Are you happy that we've done it? Be honest, happy, though. Happy is not the right word. Uh, I mean, I know more about the passion now. <laughs> you certainly do. That's good, I guess. That I was think. a very different movie, I think we can agree. Yeah. Difficult to have a proper laugh at, isn't it? But there are... <laughs> there are I'm a some, Catholic, it's okay. <laughs> there are some funny bits, but not many, really. There's a lot of lot of blood and pain and suffering. And, there is, there's plenty of that. Yeah. I think if I was a, a Christian, then maybe this would be a good thing to see in terms of gaining a better understanding of what Jesus had to go through. But for the non-religious process. folk like yourself, yeah. worth a watch? Yeah, I think in educational terms, yeah. Uh, if you're like me and you're an idiot and you can't really remember stuff from RE, this will really <laughs> fuck you up for a bit. If you didn't pay attention fill out your folder like you were meant to. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> if you did your assignment on Sikhism instead, then this is probably the thing to watch. 
Because I'll be honest, like, there is a part of me that would be like, you know, I wouldn't mind watching a movie like this that, like, talked about, like, the Prophet Muhammad, for instance, or talked yeah. about, you know, Moses yeah, or yeah. Jehovah or, or whatever. Yeah. Or even, like, Joseph Smith from the um, the Mormons. I mean, I, I'm just interested about what makes people very believy. Passionate. Passionate, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think... I mean, it did have an extra meeting, I guess, watching it because, you know, I grew up with this quite yeah. heavily. But man, that was... Uh, I was... Ju- I'm very shocked still about how that was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. There's Jesus being whipped. So you were okay with it? I'm totally fine. I, I'm, okay. I'm honestly worried about you and Joe. It shook me up a bit. That you might have nightmares tonight. Like an old man baby fucking snake people. Well, that was horrible. Ghosts. The ghosts. Well, that, no. It's, ah, ghosts. I think it's just, like, I've seen films with a lot of gore and gross stuff going on, but I think it was just the relentlessness of it that that was the whole movie. There's no, like, with, like, gory films, there's usually some detective investigating what's yeah. going on after the gory bit, and you get to cut away to something else. But this was just, right, he's getting really, really badly hurt, and now, he, while he's badly hurt, he's going to get more badly hurt while he's carrying a big thing, and then he's getting nailed to the big thing. So it was relentless in that sense. Yeah. There's no, like, happy bit. Like the whole joke in South Park about people like going to watch this, like throwing up, you're like, oh god, like it's. Even the flashbacks are brief. Very Very brief. brief. Yeah. Half a second. I thought there'd be a lot of. And what, what, like, when the film started, I said to you, like, is this where it starts? It starts here. It starts at this point. I yeah. thought we'd go a bit further back, no. so we have a bit of like, "Hey, I'm Jesus. I'm that having a great been, like, time." Rolling bits, credits at the start, like Star Wars, setting the uh, scene a little bit, like, yeah. Uh, this looks like the movie that has had the most toll taken on you since uh, maybe The Shining. Shining? Yeah, maybe? it's a different type of toll, but yeah, it's similar kind of shaken upness. I'll be honest, no, I felt so bad watching this kind of going, you can't even have a fucking nice glass of Pepsi after this. <laughs> I'm so proud that you managed to come through this at the other end. Yeah. I was really concerned about doing this, but it would be like just fucking just horrible. Like, if you're not like brought up with that and not taught to deal with that or kind of be numb to it, yeah, yeah. that that would just be fucking horrible. Correct. Um, yeah. But you did, you know, you did take it, you know, it was a. Got through it. Got you through know, it. You know, I'm, I'm a brave. Wouldn't watch boy. it again, would you? Probably not. No. no. No, I don't think I'm inclined to watch the passion of the Christ Would you again. recommend other people, like friends who might be similar persuasion? Like I wouldn't wish it upon my friends, but I think if you don't know much about Jesus, and take in mind that there's people who come in and say this is historically inaccurate, yada yada okay. yada. But for a general, like loose, if you want, like emotionally to sympathise and know kind of what he went through and feel kind a, of what, a like, gut wrenching reaction to that. I think like that's the, that, pretty... is, that is the guilt like because I mean I remember going to the church after like this yeah. that, that what you felt there is what you're meant to be feeling every day yeah. like <laughs> exactly yeah I think some of my religious education was understandably because I was a child pretty tame yeah this is not not tame that so that's why well you were sitting around fucking eating tiffin and putting your toaster in okay the, uh... right now let, <laughs> let's fill a bit more podcast time what's tiffin and why have I been eating it because I'm a protestant what is it it's basically everyone on the twitter has had a go at me for having tiffin because you posted a thing saying oh Sam's eating a whole tray of tiffin or <laughs> I something. Did, someone else said oh a whole tray of tiffin is gone I bet Sam Chaplin is been and then everyone I... piled on and joined in saying oh he loves tiffin it's basically like raisins shortbread biscuits mixed up some chocolate in there it's, it's, it is nice it's a biscuit it is why so, will I have eaten it because I'm not Catholic Pro- exactly why do Protestants have tiffin is it their thing I don't it's the great unknown 
Look, I'm, a, I'm an Irish Catholic. I don't know why I need to know what the bigoted Make shit is. Make a movie is. about tipping, and I'll watch that. I don't know why I'm meant to know the bigoted shit that we're all meant to know, but we uh. did. How many star wipes would you give this audacious experience? Right, this is difficult. This is difficult. This is very difficult because purely a secular standpoint. We're not. Yeah. We're not kind um, of you know point is even if it's your belief, it's your belief. You that's know? how I think. Like whether I yeah no, I wasn't um, bored at any point. Like mm. the, it got very much to the point quickly, and then the point was stretched out for the whole movie. But there wasn't any point where you're like, this is dragging a bit. Like this. Yeah. Is, you know, I, I like it, I said, even though the, it does feel like it could it should be a slog of a movie. Yeah, I mean. T- t- Time-wise, two hours is quite long, but it didn't feel like that. So There's but, movies we've watched on this podcast that have actually felt longer. Yeah. There absolutely was. Yeah, yeah. Watching Good, the Bad, and the Ugly with you felt like a fucking lifetime. Yeah, exactly. But this... <laughs> <laughs> This didn't feel that long. Um, I think in terms of what it must have set out to do as a movie, yeah. it was very successful. Yeah, yeah. There's also the idea of whether I enjoyed it as a movie. With all that With all minds. that mixed together... Three stars, I guess. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, it was edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. You can vote for our upcoming episodes over at facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter, that's at CinemaSwirl. If you have any questions, queries, comments, food stories or otherwise, please send them on in to CinemaSwirl at gmail.com. That's CinemaSwirl at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can buy t-shirts over at Etsy, just search for CinemaSwirl. You can now buy all the jingles at Bandcamp, that's CinemaSwirl.Bandcamp.com. You can buy a ringtone on iTunes, just search for CinemaSwirl. You can leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast thing you use, but most of all, Just come back next time. See ya. Bye. Happy Easter. Season three, episode two, episode twenty. So we just go e- 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 season three, episodes two, two. We'll say that episode twenty-two. Diddly two. <laughs> <laughs>